Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hello, fans. It's Mikey. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. This is Mikey. This is Rin. How are you? <laughs> you said that in um, sort of a forlorn way or something. Which way? This is Mikey. Yeah. I'm just Disappointed feeling... Disappointed or something. No, I'm feeling a little like I'd rather... I, I want to take a nap. Mm. I actually... Um, Portland, Oregon is a lovely place. Yeah. Um, and the... But the winters here are um, rainy and a little gray. And, um, and today was not that. It was like 60-something, mm-hmm. and it was sunny, and I sat out on our... We had like an upstairs deck, and I sat out there after going for a run with Abby, and I worked on my computer, and I did nothing to shield my face. Oh. Um, and I think I got a little sunburned. <laughs> and <laughs> Those January sunburns. Over yeah. There, <laughs> and when I... Um, when I get a little sunburn, I get a little sleepy. <laughs> so I feel, no, I'm feeling just a little bit like I might narcolept myself right low into, energy. into the microphone. Always very low energy. <laughs> Good Trump impression, both of us. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of fair. Yeah, fair to Midland. Fair, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm fair, and that's why I got sunburned. Correct. You're fair, and that's why... <laughs> I feel galumphy right now. You go now. a little galumphy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I feel like galumphy is like an 80s detective character. It's like Columbo <laughs> meets Gumby or something. Galumpho. I just had a picture of that person in my head. You know, like all green, like a Gumby, and then yeah. with Columbo hair. Right, and that and his lazy and eye. And weird, yeah, and the yeah. eye. Yeah. What was his name? Was his actual name? name? Yeah, the Oh, actor. boy. Wow, I have no idea. I know. I keep going to like Peter Sellers, but that's not who that is, right? I don't know who that is. I don't know who it is either. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Um, God, that guy made a lot of fucking money, though. He made a lot of movies and stuff. Yeah, like, sure. It was like um, Dudley Moore. Yeah. Like what an untalented ass clown he was. And yet he had like a whole fleet of movies. And I guess if he was like mildly... What was his thing that like he was drunk? Like all the time he was just drunk. And like he would like do the... You know. Yeah. So stupid. God, all the stuff we're going to be able to teach our future child because we're so fucking old now. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to have any reference for what oh, we yeah. talk about. Yeah, we met a woman last night at um, <laughs> oh Grocery Outlet who was, Rinny goes, I think she was our age. Well, anyway, so she, the woman was talking to us about how she's going to see her dog. And we were like, oh, that's cool. And she's like, I'm also going to see three my three kids or whatever. Well, and- first she said, I'm going to see my youngest kid. Right. And I was like, you're... What, two Baby? Yeah. Yeah. And was 19. No, 14. 14 was her youngest, yeah. yes. And then, and then oldest was 19. Yes. And the oldest daughter was now pregnant and very, due, I think, pretty soon. And so she was going to be a grandmother. And Rini goes, God, that woman was our age and she's becoming a grandmother. And I was like, that bitch was not our age. <laughs> our age. Like, no, she, I was really trying to make myself feel no, better. No, she was like 34? Five. Five. 36, maybe. She was, she was 50. Um, yeah, but it was, it was funny because it was like, yeah, we're going to, we have references all the way from Dudley Moore. Oh boy. <laughs> to Taylor Swift. I know. I guess we do keep it fresh and current. Hell yeah. We're, t- I mean, we're a very youthful 39. I mean, oh, look at me. I'm God. an, I'm a 39 year old man. I'm wearing overalls. You are. Who's that wackadoo? That's so, yeah. Man, you're keeping he, it fresh. Yeah. He sure doesn't just 
buck to norms, you know, or bend to societal norms. Ah, shut up. Oh, welcome, everyone. I know. (laughs) We also, one of the funny things that happened this week was I have been reaching out to, like, podcast networks about um about like whether we can get on with them and like how talented we are and like trying to you know like maybe we should get an agent and i think our show is fantastic like i'm going in with zero fucks and zero apologies i'm like we need to be famous um and i'm i won't say how many listeners we have um each week but we like you know we have like what we thought was kind of a good number and but i will have you know it was Less than what they told us they needed to have in order to consider us. So basically, over a 60-day period, which is two months, they needed 50,000 downloads. Um, So tighten up, people. We don't have that. So I don't know who of you, and I'm looking at all of you, haven't been telling enough friends, but get your shit together because we need to get to 50K. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And then they'll tell a friend, and then they'll tell a friend. Mm -hmm. That's how this shit works. It's the telephone game or something, right? (laughs) Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um. If you can prove to us that you sent 10 listeners to our show, <laughs> I will send you, I mean, kind of whatever you want. I'll send you a, a, a signed photograph of me. Wow. Um, I'll yeah. send you a picture of my anus. Um, yeah. Whatever you're into. Like, yeah. I'll, we'll send you the baked goods that we're eating tonight. Correct. W- with a picture of my anus. <laughs> it's really, yeah. $2, it's something to behold. So dollar you call it. Yeah. It actually is. Mm. Yeah. I have a Kardashian butthole, which is like, I feel like it's, it's bleached. It's not. It's but it true. looks like it is. Oh, wow. Um, is this real? Yeah. I feel like I'm dreaming. I know. Maybe okay. we are. Maybe we're having deja vu? I've been having a lot of dreams. Dreams or deja vus? Uh, dreams. Mm. Very dreamy sleep. Um, yeah, I, once again, friends, thanks for being on this journey because I feel like I hit a little bit of a rock bottom again this week yeah um and i think it just corresponded with feeling really premenstrual getting my period another confirmation that i'm not pregnant yeah um and you know there's a little bit of a you know thinking that the the polyp removal was going to be like silver bullet or something right yeah and like polyps are going to be gone and then i'm gonna get pregnant the next day right and um yeah, I'm just, I think, resettling into the idea that um, maybe that's not the case. <laughs> so. I, also, I also do think that there's, I've read a lot of things about polyp removal and uh, the fact that it takes a couple right. cycles to kind of get your body back right. kicking. Well, and so. I think what, what we're also discovering is that I there's more stuff going on. Yeah. There's more to it than just um, than just the polyps. There's a you know, sort of like subclinical PCOS picture maybe Mm. it looks like. Um, I'm actually doing this week a a full, like a month long hormone panel, which looks like spitting in a little tube every few days. Yeah, it's awesome. And wow, you have to, you have to produce so much saliva. Yeah. That they give you on the test, they give you instructions on how to, sort of increase your your saliva content which is one of the things is like smelling a lemon and then waiting a couple minutes and then trying to spit again and the vials are so tiny Tiny. i know i was watching you spit into them it's like spitting into like a gel cap like a (laughs) 
<laughs> taking apart a pill and then trying to spit into it. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah, it's so tiny. It seems like they would have made like a little bit of a um, flared top on it or something. Right. Yeah, that kind of would have been smart. Yeah. But, um, huh. Yeah. It's, um, well, and then the second I saw you doing it, my only like association with spit is um, Mr. Wolf, uh, my uh, eight-fingered science teacher in middle school, uh-huh. had us all boil our spit. No, no, in no, no, In a fucking no. room. No, no, no. All the kids in a group no. would spit into the beaker and then we boiled it. Oh! <coughs> it was disgusting. I may have mentioned this on the show before. I mentioned it definitely in, in public before. Ugh. Horrifying. Oh, spit smells disgusting. Oh my God, don't. I'm going to lose it. Oh God. You, you guys, if you think it's terrible us eating on microphone, how about us barfing oh. on microphone? Ooh, Rennie's almost barfing. Yes. <laughs> Tune in to... This is another reason to get your friends to watch this show is we talk about great stuff, we throw up on microphone, you might see my anus. So many good things. Whoops. I don't know what it was. I think it was amino amino acid. Don't. Don't Let's let's move on. Let's just move on. Okay. Okay. I don't know if there's anything that's going to make... Oh, here, I'll start because I have something that's uh, that's good. Okay, great. Oh, sweet. Um, And it's not gross. Oh, let's talk about these. Eat our feelings. What are they? Yeah. So um, today I made some little muffins. So... um, I'm doing a little bit of a some insulin counting, um, mm. just to be mindful of, um, yeah, my insulin load. And so Whoa. these little muffins are um, eggs, coconut flour. Banana? There's a little no unsweetened mm. applesauce oh, yeah. in here. Great. It's basically like six ingredients, mm. and I don't know. They cooked up really beautifully. They're really nice. Mm. Mm. Super good. They're almost kind of like. Mochi or something, little, mm. like they've got a little like springy texture. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, mm. yum. That's actually very satisfying. Yeah, we will totally put those the um, recipe for that up. Mm-hmm. Again, tell your friends we provide recipes. Hilarious we sure jokes. Do. <laughs> we have a cute dog back here that you mm-hmm. can't really see, but you can maybe see. Doesn't contribute much to the show, but. What's new? She doesn't contribute She's much to anything. She's dang cute. She is dang cute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yum. Bindle. My bindle of the week is where we talk about how we're saving money. These are these things are not going to seem like they're saving money things, but they are saving money things. Ultimately. Okay. Great. Um, Sheathy this week, or the last couple weeks, I'm not a terribly vain person. I'm a mildly vain person. But um, I've been noticing that my teeth have been looking a little bit ugly and a little bit Mm, yellow, I guess would be the word. <laughs> Especially like in between them kind of. And I've just been like, I brush the shit out of my teeth. I floss religiously. All the you things. You don't drink coffee. You don't smoke. I don't drink coffee. I don't smoke. And so I was just like, fuck this. And so I started to look into all the different things. And I reached out to a couple friends. And um, one of my friends who had kind of done some good research on it had said, you know, actually like one of the best things you can do is just get like crest whitening strips. And so every evening I've been doing these crest whitening strips and my teeth, like after the first thing, they like look better. Uh They're not sensitive. Like it looks great. And it's like, they cost $35 or something like that. Well, cause you got the. Oh, I think I did the knockoff. Generic. Oh, I did. No, I totally did. Mm -hmm. I got the like Kroger version, which, cause I looked at like the active ingredients in them and stuff. And it's like, it's just hydrogen peroxide. And so, um. I went for it, and I look great. And the reason that it's applicable to the show is that with whiter teeth, my wife is going to, ha- going to want to have sex with me more, which is going to make her pregnant faster. Bindle of the week. 
<laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Wow, I like that you worked your way to a bindle there, and I still can't figure out how you've saved money in that scenario. Oh, I know. No, I didn't save money. I mean, I saved money because I didn't go to like a teeth whitening place. Got it. Okay. Oh, well, here, okay. Well, so I have two. The second one is Quick TV. So we've been watching. We've talked about RuPaul's Drag Race, greatest show ever created um, in the world, hands down. Um, and but what the way that we've been watching it is through MTV Hits or something like mm-hmm. that. It's some weird channel that we had to subscribe to because RuPaul's Drag Race is on like Logo, which probably doesn't exist anymore. And um, so what we did is we like we've we got it for a month and we've just been crushing the show. Totally, and binge, so, and binge, I love binge. I love the idea of like get a subscription, watch like I did it with Hulu for Handwives Tale and Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale, and I just slayed it super quick and then canceled it. And so quick TV. Yep. Not that it's not that people don't know about that, but I just think it's really fun. Feels like you're getting away with something. <laughs> I like it. Yep, and it forces you to watch more TV. So win win. <laughs> Um. Well, why don't I talk? Why don't I talk, Bindle? I love that. So this one is. I, I, I'm hoping that it's not going to be convoluted. I'm going to try and. I feel like sometimes I I over explain things and make them more confusing than they need to be. So I'm going to not do that here. Um. But this actually just happened to me this week. Um. I really ha- um have <clears throat> been wanting to do some holistic pelvic care, which. We can totally, I think maybe we talked a little bit about on a show, but it was created by a woman who's actually in Portland. Her name's Tammy Kent, and um, it's pretty incredible for a whole host of things, recovering from childbirth, from a miscarriage. Um, If you've got, um, you know, sort of urination challenges, really anything where your pelvic floor is involved, Mm. and it involves some intravaginal massage um, along with some other types of massage. I don't know that I've ever understood what the pelvic floor is. Well, so it's your whole, you know, you've got your 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 pelvis, which is this bowl, essentially, okay. right? Bones. Yep. And then you've got all of these muscles and ligaments mm. that attach to it. Outside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, um, you know, for various reasons get tight or tense or hypotonic, hypertonic. There's okay. all kinds of stuff that happens in there, obviously. And especially with women. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, just because we have some more stuff going on down there. Definitely. <laughs> or and, drag queens, men who are tucking all the time. Ooh, wow, yeah. That feels yeah. like it's They could do some pelvic floor work lot, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um but so we don't have massage coverage with our insurance. Mm, nope. And a lot of the people that do holistic pelvic care are massage therapists. However, some people that do this sort of care are naturopathic doctors, Mm. which we do have coverage for. Totally. So I um, found a naturopathic doctor that I wanted to go see and talk to them about the holistic pelvic care and whether it would be covered under insurance. And And then I said, you know, are you guys, do you like bill certain codes for it? What does that look like? So... Just so that you guys know, every time a provider sends something to your insurance company, they used they use what are called CPT codes. So it's your acupuncturist does this, your medical mm. doctor does this. So it's basically what they did. So for us as acupuncturists, we have like two to four codes basically that we can use. Um, And that's how the insurance decides what they're going to reimburse. So this particular naturopath uses this manual therapy code, 
which I then called my insurance company and said, hi, is this covered? And they said, yes. And I said, is it covered by a naturopath? They said, yes. So this thing that I've wanted to get done for a really long time, but don't want to pay out of pocket for it because it's really expensive, is actually covered by this other care that we have. So it's kind of this, you know... It's not even necessarily a workaround. It's just no. like I had to do a little research. Well, you got to think about the way that it's going to work out. Right. I mean, this is the thing about insurance is like I'm so such a cynic about insurance, but but to be able to figure out a way to actually use it in the way that it's supposed to be used and not like you're taking Correct. advantage of the system, you're just I mean, we pay a lot of money for yes. our insurance and we I barely use it. Totally. We barely use it. Yeah, so that's kind of my like 2020 goal is what cool. can insurance cover yeah. for me? And so I really... Oh, what am I going to get covered? I really, um, you know, encourage you guys to do this. And if you have questions about it, I don't know very a ton about insurance, but I know a little bit just because yeah. I am in network with insurances. Yeah. So if you have questions, email us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I let's really... Let's eat at com. Definitely. We just had a friend reach out and she's going to come in and tell us some stories about uh, what her insurance covered. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be fun, I think, next cool. week. Nice. Well, she's going to come in via um, the interwebs. Yeah, and the other thing that you can always do is call your insurance company and talk to a rep. Now, sometimes I know you have to wait, and you I happen to get a really super savvy rep, so that right. was very helpful. Um, but yeah, don't be shy. Reach out. Figure out, you know, call somebody's office and say, hi, what is it that you're going to, what's the CPT code you're going to use? I want to figure out if my Mm. insurance company covers it. They'll be able to tell you that. And then you can just call the insurance company and say, hey, is CPT code 99140 covered? Yeah. Manual therapy code. That's Um, awesome. Did you think about doing that because of the intake form that they had? Well, this particular place had like a very cool intake form that like felt like you were really making sure that it was all covered up front. It was before that because the reason that I had sought them out was because of the the treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Pelvic care. That's cool. So, um, yeah, use, use, use your insurance, ask questions, make sure things are going to get covered. And if there's something that you want to do, figure out a person that can do it and then and then confirm with your company. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I've. I don't think I've ever used insurance. I don't think I've ever used anything correctly. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're not getting pregnant. You're not using your penis properly. I know that's probably true. Um, <laughs> I was trying to make a, think of a joke to make in that situation, but I couldn't think of anything that wasn't really stupid. Um, but the uh, like, I was at um, the grocery store today, and you know, we've got our um, shoppers card, mm-hmm. and. I, for some reason it hasn't been working. And so I was like, Hey, you know, can I get a new one of these or something? So they had me fill out the little thing. Yeah. So I filled out my name and I put just my phone number. Yeah. And they, and I was like, this is all the information you need. Right. Cause you're just going to like, you know, just, I can just type in my, my thing. And they were like, well, so here's the thing. One, all the sales prices, like all the lowest prices you'll get, even if you don't have the card, which I didn't realize that I thought it was like a shopping shoppers club. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I know I didn't think that was true, but. I guess so. And then the other thing was she was like, and then if you want to get anything deeper, any of the real code or any of the real discounts or anything like that, you have you have to have your email address and physical address attached to it. Because they mail you a thing that that has all the different coupons that you can use or whatever. I've never used coupons, but um, we probably should. Um, but anyways, I was just like, she basically told me like for the last 20 years that you've had this, <laughs> this shopper's card does right. nothing for you. I know, but I thought that it like takes off the, that's what uh, I thought too. Yeah, what a stupid 
thing it is. But this is, it just goes to show you, and it's like, it's, we're kind of entering tax season too. And every time tax season starts, I'm like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> like, I don't like write off the correct things. I don't like, right, you right. know, I don't know. I'm just like, I never do anything right. And like, my accountant's always like, how have you existed this long? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I like think of myself as like a business owner and stuff. I'm like an entrepreneur. I'm like, nah, I don't know about all that. I think I'm just a good bullshitter. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us about something that you are good at in the form of a pro tip? Oh, look at her. That was a good segue and a good way of really fluffing my personality. You're welcome. Fluffing. Um, so I was going to talk about quickles. Quick. Oh yeah. Quick pickles. Great. Um, so I made some quickles the other day. Um, be- ye- uh, golden beets, carrots, and then radishes or no uh, turnips. And um, yeah, just slice them. Any you know anything you want. Any um, like most root vegetables are really great. I like to kind of pickle anything. Um, eggs, meat. Mm. You can do like mm-hmm. kind of whatever you want. And you know, and then the thing about it that is. Wait, different- what do you mean meat? Well, you can pickle meat, like pickled pig's feet and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I kind yeah, of like, okay. the, if I'm pickling something, I kind of like pickled, pickling things that are cured. Uh-huh. Like I like pickling like uh, salami or something like that. It just adds a little bit of extra yum to it. Huh. Um, pickled pig's feet are pretty interesting. They're kind of a lot. I've seen them. I've never eaten them. Yeah, before. I've eaten them once. Pickled eggs is kind of more pickled of Pickled eggs is yum. The shit. Yeah, they're totally good. Um, but yeah, you can pickle all sorts of things. The The thing that I like about it is like sometimes what will happen is we get a little overzealous at the farmer's market and we buy a bunch of stuff or we buy it off Milk Run, uh, the company I work for or whatever, and we have like extra vegetables or fruit that we're not going through. And so I love vinegar so much. And the thing is you can kind of come up with your own pickling spice and pickling mixture um, and what I usually, we usually use apple cider vinegar. I usually like to use a little bit of like champagne vinegar or white wine vinegar, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of salt. I don't like it very sweet, so I don't use any generally like any, any sugars or anything like that. And then you can either heat it up and then throw all the vegetables in. Um, or I just do it like I'll kind of like heat it up enough so I can kind of blend the ingredients that are in it, like the salt and make sure that it breaks down mm. and then just pour it over the vegetables and that's all the vegetables get cooked. So they're super snappy. Yeah. Um, and, but it's just, it's just a nice way to do it and you don't have to can them or anything cause they're like, they can just sit in your refrigerator. Um, you don't have to go through that whole process as long as you're eating them within like a month or so. Um, I've even let them go longer than that, but what's a, so a, a traditional pickle you yeah. are you are, I mean, you're canning it, obviously. Hot but are canning, you, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some of them are cooked pickles. Like, it's, yeah, there's kind of, it's like, a, I don't know, there's a snappy, like, I think the traditional, like, Jewish deli pickles are not cooked. Right. Like, they're, because they're they very, very snappy. It, yeah. yeah. Um, there's all, I mean, there's a million different ways that people make them. My friend Jerry um, makes the best pickles I've ever had in my life. And mm. um, I think, I can't remember what he does. I think he maybe cooks them just a tiny bit. But, yeah, you want it, you want that snap, baby. Yeah, There's nothing totally. worse than a flaccid pickle. Oh, my God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Speaking of flaccid pickles. <laughs> oh, you're not going into politics yet, but. <laughs> um, that's a good one. I do love. God, I love anything pickly. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, and th- you know, like I think the, one of the greatest things is just shaved onions. You know, like pickled onions are um, wonderful. Mm. And I love raw red onions and like throw a little pickle on them and it's great. And it's just, it's great for your gut. Vinegar is just a really like a really wonderful thing for your body in general. Um, especially apple cider vinegar. It's kind of good for everything. And um, yeah, it's going to be the reason we got pregnant. You get pregnant. Quickles. Quickles. Yeah, love it. Yep. Um, cool, Sheath. 
Well, speaking of your gut. <laughs> you were just all transitions all day today, folks. It is just like, well, speaking of. Pretty good. Oh, well, I'm trying to make it seem like we Think, st- we structure these shows in oh, some no. way. Anyone who's listened, you know, for our 26 listeners, um, they it's know. more than that. They, I know it is a lot more than that. They know, and the reason they love this show is the off-the-cuff, That's unexpected right. nature. It's That's just, right. The witty banter. Yeah, we're like, it's like riding a rocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight to hell. Straight to hell in a handbasket. Um, so I was just thinking today about the show and, and you know, giving, um, I just want to give like such good information and I want to yeah. say things that are helpful and um and you know I I just felt like today when I really checked in the the most helpful thing that I can say is to go with your gut literally mm. um and I think that for those of us that are um on a fertility ride of some mm-hmm. variety um it's it can feel really I'm just speaking for myself here but I've heard this from other people it can feel really disorienting um because there's a I know that for me I'm feeling a little bit like my body is failing me mm. um and that you know, we haven't like been able to uncover enough information to get it to a place where it's not going to fail me. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I have really come to a place where I am curious again and I want to know more and I want the full picture. And what I've experienced a little bit is that either A, I'm just old and mm. that's why things are not happening or b um i'm healthy and i just need to go on vacation mm. or i just need to chill the fuck out or mm. i just need to stop stressing about it or i just mm. need to right yeah, yeah and i i hear this a lot from people that like well but you you take care of yourself you like eat so well you do all the things mm-hmm. and it's it's a little bit of a kind of backdoor way of saying Hmm. What's fucking wrong with you? Yeah, maybe, maybe you just need to like stop thinking about it so much, or right, stop, you know what I right. mean. Um, and I know that people's intentions. Of are course, sweet of right course, now, of but, course, yeah. of course. And I right. think that in some ways, people want to sort of celebrate you and mm-hmm. venerate you, and like, like, wow, it's amazing all the things that you're doing. Or I could never do all that stuff, or whatever. Yeah. But it's it feels icky because I already am in a kind of deep state of distrust of my body. Like, mm. yeah, motherfucker, I am doing all this shit. Right. And it's hard. <laughs> um, and I want to go to the birthday party tonight and eat cake. And I'm not going to eat fucking cake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cry me a river. It's like, not that hard. But... Um, oh, but not eating cake is... <laughs> I will be dead. Um, but... But it's the bigger metaphor that that, like, what, what it represents. Right, 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 right. It's like, fuck, like, you know, if, yeah. And I also understand that there's kind of like the, are you going to do all of this stuff and it's not going to pay off, you know? Right, it's like, right. What a fuck show. Right. But I, I, I know intuitively that there's, there's something 
that I um, have yet to uncover. And so for me, finding this, you know, pelvic floor therapy that I wanted to do, um, you know, I met with this naturopath who sort of listened to everything and she was like, well, have, have we talked, has anyone talked to you about PCOS? Has this, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah, you know, actually my acupuncturist is kind of the one person that's like, obviously I can't diagnose you, but there's this, this, and this going on. And so maybe you need to like look a little deeper into mm. that. And this is something that I said to you, I don't know how many eons ago when, yeah. when I first figured out what my AMH was and I was like, wow, that's high. That seems weird mm. for me mm-hmm. and my age and my presentation. Right. And so I think that there's sometimes when um, a, a person sort of, we like judge a book by its cover, right? You just look at somebody and you think they're healthy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Um, and just because whatever, they're not overweight and right, they right. have privilege and they're able to take care of themselves mm-hmm. and right. So well, this you is just always like of, when there's like, uh, I feel like every year there's a story about, you know, some long distance runner or a football player or something who had a heart attack or something. Right. And you're like, what, how is that possible? They're like the best athlete. Right. And yeah. But you do just fly, the, you, you kind of fly under the, under yeah, the radar. And sure. especially as women, we have so much complexity with what's mm. going on with our hormones. Um, and so the first thing that she said is, you know, there might be a subclinical PCOS picture going on here. We need to look at your hormones throughout the whole month. Like we can't just see a moment in time on day three or on day 21. Like we mm. need this information. And she's like, and then there's stuff we can do. Yeah. There's so this is why metformin. There's herbs. There, you know what I mean? So, so therefore pill spitting. <laughs> right. That's right. why I'm pill spitting. Sweet. Yeah. But it just felt like, mm. <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm getting such confirmation for something that I felt in my gut was, yeah. was just like tugging at me. Like what is really going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And so... um, so I'm just encouraging everybody to to trust that because um, I think we do have innate wisdom mm-hmm. um, and our 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 bodies kind of just know. Yeah. So. That being said, we should go on vacation. <laughs> yes. It's felt like too long. I mean, we went on like you know we go on a lot of these fun family vacations. We go on amazing vacation. vacations. I know. Yeah, totally. But it's like. You know, we did whatever it was, five or six trips back to the East Coast last year. So we like didn't really like we and we also went to Hawaii last year. I mean, it was oh, great, amazing. Obviously. Totally. But yeah, but it feels we haven't done like a ple- pure like pleasure vacation in a while. And, well, um, let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Totally ready. <laughs> I mean, we're going to Palm Springs. That's a fun? huge, LA. awesome vacation. That's super fun. I'm really excited we about that. We should just go to like an all-inclusive. <laughs> We should. Dude, it's like 600 bucks. Do you bucks. have time to do that? I don't have time to do that. Fuck yeah. Like, let's just quit our jobs. <laughs> Baby's more important. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm just for like, sure. Who fuck cares? We always make money. We can always find a way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I am discovering more and more that um, that is really my goal. So my, you know, I think that my business has been on the back burner and I've, yeah. and I've, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Cause I'm trying to create something else here. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So tell your motherfucking friends to listen to this show. <laughs> 
so we can get some sponsors and then we can go and have sex on the beach and make a baby like you guys all want us to. <laughs> if we don't have listeners, then we can't go on vacation and make a baby. <laughs> oh it's your God. fault, <laughs> listeners. Wow. Make all your friends listen. You know that we're funny. It doesn't have to be someone who's having a baby or has had a baby. It doesn't need to be someone who isn't a man. Um, everybody can draw things from this show. We are super fun, super attractive. I know you're having you're having you an are ear, really selling it. Eargasm right now. Yeah, <laughs> I am because I'm like, yeah, we deserve this. We deserve to have all the success. It can be this show. We can host a different type of show if there'll be 10 million listeners. What do you want us to talk about? We'll talk about whatever you want. Let's talk about like 80s movies, video games, boners. We can talk more about boners if you want. (laughs) Star Trek. There's so many fucking nerd podcasts out there that have 8 million listeners. We can do that. I can be Joe Rogan and be a dick all the time or something. Whatever he's into. I don't know. Arm wrestling and rape or something. Oh my God. Is that what he's into? Smoking, man, smoking dubs with Elon Musk. All right. I'm just jealous because he has like 38 million listeners. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, I didn't mean to make a rape joke. That was, wasn't funny. Mm-mm. But I mean, there are a lot of men who are rapey and they have shows mm-hmm. like morning jock guys. A lot of those guys are really misogynistic. Totally. Ooh, do you want me to talk about my little side thing? Or you want to do your thing? I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing. Yeah. I was just going to mention that Bill Barr and Mike Pompeo are assholes. Oh, hmm. Newsflash. Yeah. Just look up <laughs> both of their names and what they did this week. They're dicks. Yeah. Um, on a, I don't know if it's necessarily a lighter note, but just we have tried to. Um, I, don't know, I feel like we should finish with a lighter, lighter note. <laughs> sort of. dark there. Well, we, what we've tried to do is. Um, shout out when women's reproductive rights are being sequestered and when they're being held up and mm. um sequestered subjugated sure mm. sequestered works too, shit on shit on um, <laughs> perfect that's word and so <clears throat> we mikey oftentimes takes the um states that are fucking up and i like to hold up the states that are not fucking up. And so this one's kind of an interesting one because it's not, um, it hasn't passed yet. But in Massachusetts, which I think, I don't know, I usually think of as sort of a liberal bastion or something. Like I, I, yeah. I tend it, to. It's an interesting state. Yeah, it is. I, mean, I they, guess because they had Mitt Romney, right? So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. And they're always, they're generally blue, but they have a lot of conservative people that live there. Yeah, um, they have some very liberal things around healthcare and supporting kids with special needs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, but... um, well, anyway, what is um, so? What's up right now is a dropping of the requirement for parental consent to get an abortion, and you know, in a in a sea of abortion rights just being backslapped yeah all over the place Mm. i feel like this is something that's so um it's so big and so forward thinking and for a state like massachusetts which i think they were one of the first to adopt the um adopt the requirement that minors get permission i think Mm. it happened so it is this is for minors 
This, yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's for people under 18. And they, so currently they have to have their parents' uh, consent. Correct. Permission. So oh, I okay. believe it's, it's. So they were the first state to what? Get that? Yeah. That's weird. Um, I'm going to link to this article. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is it an um, NPR article? It is an NPR article that came out on January 2nd. Um, yeah, it's, oh, so it's, it's, the bill's called the Roe Act and it's pending mm. in the Massachusetts legislature. Um, so it's, it's removing consent and then also allowing third trimester abortions if the doctor diagnoses a fatal, um, fetal condition. Mm, okay. And so if, if baby's going to die, um, fetal, fetal, I know. And so mm. I'm just, you know, in a sea of, you know, trying to really break down uh, Roe v. Wade to have something like this mm-hmm. come up yeah. in a legislature, I think is really yep. important and should be celebrated. Totally. The bill's sponsor is Senator um, Harriet Chandler, mm. um, who is 82. Cool. Yeah, bitch. Get some. She's awesome. Well, this is, it's just, people need to have control of their own bodies. Yeah. Sorry, but it's just, it's a, it should be an innate right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is, you know, any of these kind of, you know, consent laws. I mean, it's it disproportionately affects um, certain populations, mm-hmm. right? It, yep. it disproportionately affects women that don't have access to care and don't have money it disproportionately affects women of color it's you know these laws were put in place yes to restrict women but they're they're really put in place to restrict um you know oftentimes people of color and people that are yeah don't have resources restricted in a lot of other ways as well exactly yeah exactly there's also a lot of weird laws not that's kind of the flip side of the coin or whatever about vasectomies like there's all sorts, so it's you're not allowed to get a vasectomy if you're under if you're if you're under eighteen, unless. But I think even with parents' permission, and then there's all this weird stuff around um, doctors telling men that they can't get vasectomies if they're single. Mm. If they've never that's been, state by state too. It is state by state. Yeah. But I heard something about that recently. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you know, no. Yeah. It's my body. It's my choice. Obviously, this dis- you know, it's women's issues are more important. But for everybody, it's like you know, fuck you. Right. If I want to do it, I want to do it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say good on you, Massachusetts. Good on you. Yeah. We'll keep you guys posted. I don't know when, um, I don't know when they're voting on this. It doesn't look like they have yet. Okay. Um, But. Massachusetts is an interesting place to watch politically because it's like they have a lot of things that happen there that are like super, super progressive. And then other things that are very like, you know, you know, I always think of Massachusetts as like the old D, old guard, blue Democrats, but it was like kind of old school. You know, it's like, well, there's also a lot of also very like it's not super progressive. Right. There's also a lot of um, uh, Catholic influence, I think. Right. And so um, I think that 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 definitely informs um, a lot of the archaic abortion laws there's a really amazing video of these two guys from Worcester or something like that finding seeing a baby whale that they don't realize what it is for a little <laughs> while and they've got the most harsh massachusetts accents and they're like oh god what is that and like and That's they not a no it's not accent. and they finally realize it's a whale and it's fucking great look it up on youtube it's amazing 
Massachusetts, kind of Bostonian Worcester, they, yeah. that might be the the best accent. Oh my God, it's amazing. In existence. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I don't know. There's been there's a character on RuPaul's Drag Race right now that has a Tennessee accent, and she's funny Ooh. as hell. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Um, you want to go watch me eat cake? I would love to. I'm sorry. Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Why don't you just bring a pocket full of your muffins? <laughs> <laughs> just pull it out of your pouch like a Joey kangaroo experience. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's tots. <laughs> um, I love you very much. Oh, I love you too. Shane. Yeah. Um, everybody, I'm not going to pressure you again, but just <laughs> sort it out. Well, and the things that you can do that are helpful. Right. Uh, give us a review. Give us a five star review on totally. iTunes. We have a lot of we have like a fair amount of like reviews, and they're all very positive. Yeah, and it's um Thanks yeah we can that. always have more though. Um, and then we do love to hear from you, so you can find us um, at Mikey and Rin Stay In on Instagram. You can send us a message that way, or let's eat at Mikey and Rin Stay In. Totally. Um, we'll be back next week. Probably with an interview. Yay! Yeah, if we can schedule it um, for the right day, that'll be great. Um, I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight... (gasps) We're gonna stay in, we're gonna stay in, we're gonna stay in, we're gonna stay in, we're actually not, cause I'm gonna go out and eat cake. Fuck you. Amen.